Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 148 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night on Facebook.com. But the podcast is always available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And please do not forget to five-star. Here it is. Five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews, love sharing them on social media. So get them up there, and I'll get them out to once again prove that you guys are the best podcast listeners in the world and how much I appreciate it and sharing with everybody. It's crazy that, uh, you know, the election's still in the news, but the only election that's actually important is the election we have going on here on Long Island for best podcast. And that's the WW Row podcast. And you can vote every day at best of Long Island. I'm sorry, best of dot Long Island press.com slash voting. We are in the arts and entertainment category and you can vote every day for the WW Bro podcast. Uh, Patreon. I'm putting out bonus episodes every month. Every time I have a guest, which I have the next two weeks, next two weeks from now, there will be a, there will be guests, so there'll be two bonus episodes coming up in the next two weeks. And to have access to that, you go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, become a member, and you'll have access to those episodes as well as all the backlog and a 40-minute stand-up set I haven't released yet. Built Bar's coming out with some great flavors this month. They're having a huge Black Friday sale. That's right. Friday only, they'll be up to 28% off your order, as well as new flavors, uh, candy cane brownie, and there is also uh, white cookies and cream. I can't wait to try these bars. They've sent me some to try. I'll definitely I'll post it on my Instagram at ComicAnthonyD. But write this code down. Podcast will get you 28% off on Black Friday. So remember that, BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST to save money. If you're watching the Facebook Live, I apologize for this horrible, disgusting, patchy beard. If you can even call it a beard, it just looks like I just put my face in the dirt, and that's what it looks like right now. But it's only eight more days. I'm doing No Shave November to help raise money and awareness for cancer and cancer research. You can go to my link tree at Comic Anthony D and donate there. And, um, if you donate, I'll shave. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's really, I think the only thing I can do at this point is not really raise money to not shave. I think I have to start raising money to shave this thing off my face because I am just looking absolutely ridiculous. I was at the barber yesterday and uh, I said to my barber, I said, I said, Nicole, listen, I'm, I'm doing no shave November. And the barber next to her goes, wait, wait, that's all of November? I go, yes, that's all of November. So. That's just how bad it is. If you're not watching on Facebook Live, you can just understand what the horrible patchiness is going on. And you can see it on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. So I'll get into the weigh-in, the week. So just the the blanket weigh-in, up 1.5. I'm down a total of 209.4. But a little more goes into that. So... Last week, uh, I, I made the decision to, to get back into purple on WW, and we'll get more into that in a little bit. And also that I will be changing my weigh-in dates from Monday to Sunday 
because I want to start attending in-person workshops again. I need that motivation. And, and I'm very aware of my program and what I need to do. And I have been missing like crazy the in-person workshops. It's just something I get from those workshops, being around people, even though I don't really... As much as I'm a comedian and I have a podcast and I, I talk a lot on here, when I'm in a workshop, I'm very much, sub, you know, subdued and, and quiet and I'm taking everything in because that's where I get my motivation. Listening to other people's stories, hearing people's, you know, struggles and then relating to that and really gravitating towards that. That's what that's what I get out of the workshop. And I, and I just like being in that environment. And you guys have known if you're following the podcast for, for a long time, I started this journey on May 1st, 2017 with my best friend, Nick. And he wanted to get back into the workshops as well. He said to me, I need it. I, I, I need that motivation as well. And as always, uh, he's had my back. I've had his back, not just in, in weight loss, uh, but with everything in life. We've been best friends for a long time and, and had each other's back through thick and thin. Literally, um, but I, I said, yeah, I'll, we'll find one. And we found one that we like. We're doing a, even a new center, new coach, switching it up, getting that motivation back. And it felt awesome to be back into the workshop again. But here's the thing why I said with, with the, the weigh-in, it's it's not what really what it seems. It was a blanket one because I've been weighing in at home on Monday mornings not well, maybe too much TMI, but I think everybody weighs in in their birthday suit, and I'm no different. You, you you weigh in first thing in the morning, before anything has gotten into you, and you know as far as food or water or anything, and you're at your lightest. That's what that's how I always did it since I've been weighing in at home. And on the in in the workshops, you can't take your shoes off. Uh, it's COVID protocol, so they said the shoes you walk in with will be the shoes that you weigh in with. So I weighed myself Sunday morning and just how I normally do it, birthday suit, I was down about two pounds and that was a day early. So it would have been a, a nice, nice loss if it, if it was, if I went to the Monday and did the whole way I, I did it, it would have been a nice loss. Um, so I then got dressed at what I was going to wear on the scale with my sneakers and I'm up like three pounds from that morning, from that, that first one. So like, okay, I'm up three pounds from this morning. So it's about a pound to two pounds different on the WW scale. Cause then again, it's a whole different scale. And people have said like, you know, when they weigh in at home and at the center, it could be different things. Now I'm not just making excuses. I know it sounds like a lot, but all this I took into consideration. So when I weighed in, I was up 1.5. I'm like, okay, I'll take it because I don't really know what, what it is because this is the first week I'm back in the workshop using that scale. So now when I go next Sunday, I'm going to weigh in at the same time. I'm going to have the same exact stuff on, the same pants, the same shirt, the same shoes. Head to toe, I will be in the same everything I was this past Sunday, so it will be more of a true reflection. But here is a stat that I'm very proud of. Here is a stat that, meant more to me as far as weight loss than a lot has. Probably more to me since I lost originally 200, which is coming up actually on a year. The 25th, it'll be a year that I, I hit 200 down. And, you know, 
I could be like, okay, you're only 9.4 pounds down since then, but it's been a year and a lot has happened in, in this year. Maybe uh, when I do a bonus episode next week, I'll reflect on that a little more. But the stat that I liked was that since the workshops closed originally in March, March 9th was my last weigh-in at a workshop, at WW Workshop. I'm down 13 pounds from that that time and if you go back and listen to when the pandemic first hit and everything started closing down i came on here and i said listen we have to even take better care of ourselves and not get off the rails and and really push hard and my goal was to come out of this less than when i started now if you watch the news and everything we're not done this is not over what's going on in the world but I'm just talking about from my last time at a workshop till now I'm down 13 pounds. And that was the hardest 13 pounds I've ever lost in my life. I fought Claude. I mean, I've chronicled it. It's, it's you go back on iTunes in the, in the archives, you week to week, you see the struggle, the struggle's real. And it's, it's, it's been an interesting year. And I'm just trying to get on a more consistent basis. So that's that's why it's not as cut and dry as just like it's 1.5. It, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, Different day, different scale, different clothes. And I'm taking it. But I, I was just happy to be back in the workshop again. And my coach um, in Levittown, New York, my coach is Melissa, who I've known Melissa from Instagram and... and um, she was great, uh, very informative. The the work the workshop moved nicely. It, w- it wasn't like it was boring or anything. I, I was into the whole thing and looking forward to going back. So if anybody wants to sign up and, and be in the workshop, th- th- there it is right there. You, you can find You can sign up for it. And it's, even though it was spaced out, it just was, it was great to be back inside. And I think with anything now, with the more normal we could be, the better it is for our psyche and everything else. But and as soon as Mondays are open and I can go back to, to Barbara's workshop on Monday nights, I'll be there. And, and, you know, cause that's, that's my workshop. That's my home. And that's what I miss. And that's why I still go to the zoom workshop because I miss seeing those people. I miss, you know, celebrating. And if I can, while we're talking about workshops and, and meetings, I want to give a shout out to Teresa in my, Monday night workshop, hit 50 pounds down tonight, which was awesome. Congratulations, Teresa. I'm so proud of you. you. You work so hard. And that's what I really miss about this whole in-person thing because I can just imagine us being in the workshop and celebrating this and Teresa getting her charm. And, you know, being with you, you're with people in the workshops from start to finish. You start the journey and they're on it with you. And then you're all in it together. And that's the best part, I think, of WW is actually the the workshops and the whole sense of community. You know, I've voiced my uh, differences in the, in, the, in the last few months as far as what I think, you know, as far as calories and macros. But I'm not talking about that right now. Right now, I'm talking about the strengths of WW and the strengths is the community. That's, that's, that's a big, big factor because so many people feel like they're alone in this and they're not. 
you're not alone. There's there's the online workshops. Now you can get back into, you know, workshops in person. There are groups on Connect. There are, you know, people you can become friends with on social media, Instagram. It's 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 amazing how many different avenues you can go down so you don't have to feel alone. And, you know, I, I really don't know my, my new workshop yet. I, I don't know the people, um, but I'm looking forward to getting to know them and to being on the journey with them and sharing experiences and ups and downs and celebrating milestones with them. And that's what I missed. That's what I missed this, this last eight eight months. So hopefully that, they, the you know, the numbers level off and, and they let us keep the workshops open so I can keep going because I, I would really hate not to, now that I got the taste of being back, not being able to go there again. I did make another change. I switched back to purple. And the sole reason I, I did this was it was because of the points are lower on purple and what I'm doing with calories and macro counting. I, I need to see a lower number when I track. I was on green and green. As far as what I like about greed, it holds you the most accountable as far as that it's the least amount of foods that have a zero smart point value. So yes, if you're not doing anything as far as counting calories or anything else, I think green is the best program for that because, you know, like chicken has a point value and eggs have a point value. Because it does have, I again, has a caloric value, so there should be some kind of, you should count something towards food or, or anything, like even like vegetables. I count calories. I have 1,800 calories a day. And when I hit that mark, that's how I know I'm done. That's why I'm not scared about purple. Where I kind of fell into... A little bit of a slide with purple when I was on it the first time. Yeah, the first couple of weeks was great. But then those zero-point carbs crept up on me, and I was adding too many. Too many meals, it was carbs. Because it was zero. Didn't count towards your total. So what I have now on my side is that I have a range of 1,800 calories, and I have a macro target every day to hit. So that will determine when I stop eating and what foods I get in as much as a point value does. I'm not really concerned with, with, with as far as like hitting a, uh, a blue dot as much as I am concerned with hitting a, my macro target and my, my calorie target. I don't want to go over on calories and I want to stay within my range. And what I want to get back to really is getting longer fast with intermittent fasting. Since I had my oral surgery, it kind of fell off a little bit. The fasts aren't as long as they used to be. I kind of got back to that this week, and I'm going to keep sticking with it. So it was a few weeks, you know. I I, I, chronically, I didn't lie to anybody. I told you guys I had some slip-ups, and uh, I'm back. And I made adjustments. You know, last week was my first week really back on track. I didn't have any slip-ups. I was happy about it. The scale, of course, with everything that happens, not going to reflect that, but other things do. And the non-scale victories, you know, we can make jokes about it and say, yeah, you know, it's something, an excuse when you, you, you know, you're not 
really on track, but something happens. But no, no, I don't look at it that way. Non-scale victories are just as much as important as regular scale victories. And the following non-scale victory is means more to me or just as much as any other victory I had on that scale. Um, so, I mean, I'm no secret. Big guy, I shop at the big and tall store. That's where I have to buy my clothes. Very expensive. I just bought a new pair of jeans not too long ago. And I was surprised at how much I was down. I was down like 20 pant sizes since I first started, which is insane. And the new pair of pants I bought, something happened. There was a rip in them. And I was like, are you kidding me? I, ju- I just got these. They're $60. And people are like, oh, that's how much jeans cost. They don't. They don't cost $60. If you're buying fancy pants. I don't wear fancy pants. I wear jeans. I don't care who makes them. So the size I was, I, I started looking around and Old Navy popped up. And I said, there's no way that these are the same. There has to be something different as far as whatever pant size I am at the big and tall store compared to Old Navy, they have to be cut differently, something. They're ha- they can't be the same. So I got them. And these didn't have an elastic waist. These didn't have stretchy legs or anything. These were regular jeans I'm going to try to squeeze into. And I bought them online, so there's not even I can go into a dressing room. So I picked them up on Saturday. I came home, and I was so nervous about trying these pants on. As I put my legs in them, because I have very thick legs. My legs are, uh, even when I lost my thinnest as an adult back in 2004, which was the last time I fit into a pair of pants from Old Navy. It was 2004. My legs were thicker than the rest of my body. So needless to say, much more than then. Okay. Again, I'm digressing here. Anyway, I get the pants on and they fit. I I couldn't believe it. And I I haven't been this happy in a long time. And it's crazy that a pair of jeans can do this, but fitting into a pair of jeans from Old Navy that cost me $25. And there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we, we sometimes we feel like we're stuck, just like I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, that I'm only down since the, when I first lost 209.4 pounds. But I couldn't fit into these pants then. In that year, I was almost eight sizes bigger. It's crazy, right? But it, it's the body changes sometimes where the, the weight does has got to catch up to it. And it, it, it's, it's a huge victory, huge victory. That I know that shopping in these stores, the so-called quote-unquote regular stores are not too far away. And it's just... It, it just it's another progress marker because listen I still have I still wear a lot of the clothes from a year ago, 2 years ago and they're huge on me but I'm not spending, you know, when I go to the big and tall store $60 on pants every, you know, over the month and I'm not spending 30, 40 on a t-shirt when you can go to stores and they have them for 15, 20. It's it's you know, I'm not made of money. 
And it's it's insane how much they mark these clothes up at the big and tall stores and these stores like that. But I get it. There's more, I guess, it's specially made. And so the Old Navy pants, they fit great. They're comfortable. I, I never want to take them off. I want to shower in them. I want to sleep in them. It's just, a, it's a great feeling. And it was kind of like a whole big, you know, weekend of non-scale victories and the fact that, well, there was a big scale victory as far as being down 13 pounds, but I don't count that as a scale victory as far as a more like an attitude change. Like when this whole pandemic happened, I just saw, I saw on Instagram, I saw on Facebook, I saw on social media, everyone was like, okay, they're telling us two weeks. Let's have a free-for-all for two weeks because, believe me, I know how hard it is to come back from that because I just did it. I just had two weeks where I wasn't really, you know, I was half and half. I was half in, half out. And to snap back into it, it's very hard. So I have to reel myself in so I can imagine how it was then for a lot of people. So you're hearing about the quarantine 15, 20, 30 pounds, you know, people putting on. So to be down that was more of a mindset victory than anything else. Um, but another thing I'm very proud of and that means a lot to me is that I could be counted on by my brother and my sister-in-law to watch the kids. And this is something that wouldn't have happened maybe two years ago. There's three kids. They're, they're young. They're seven, five, and two. Uh, my sister was a nurse here on Long Island, and she every once one week in a month she's on call. And I feel really good that I could volunteer myself. That if she gets called in, give me a call. I'll come over. I'll watch the kids. Everything's fine. You don't have to worry about me. I can I can run around after them. I not that I run around after them, but I can, you know, wrangle them up and. You don't have to worry about that. Like I'm just going to be laying there on the floor, and they're going to be dancing around me. It's it's a big thing. It, it means a lot to me. As as and and I like to be you know feel like I'm dependable. Like you know you, they can count on me for something. Especially they trust me with their three children, which is is, is a big thing. And Sunday it happened again. I I originally I wasn't going to be available. I told my brother. I said, listen, I'm not really around. I've got my workshop in the morning. I want to get a haircut. I got to get my food order. And my sister-in-law called me at 10 o'clock as soon as I left WW. And she's like, can you, I got called in. Is there any way you can come? I said, yeah, don't worry about it. And I rushed over. It actually worked out great because when I got to the barber shop, it was packed. And then there was a guy walking in with like three kids. And I'm like, oh, God, I hate that. They, it's always the case. I, when I'm walking to the barber shop, there's always just a step ahead of me, a guy with three kids. And I know I'll be waiting an extra 20, 30 minutes. So it actually worked out well. I went and I watched the kids. My brother came home from work. I went and picked up my food shopping order from Stop and Shop. So I ordered it online. And then I went and got a haircut. No one was in there. was in and out. And got to watch football the rest of the day. So that's really what, you know, I'm taking out of this weekend. So the, the scale went up. But if we look at the... The non-scale victories, it, those mean more than anything else, especially being able to watch the kids and, you know, not being afraid. I remember one time, my nephew Lucas had, um, he fell or something, and they had to take him to the hospital. 
And my nephew Rocco was just a baby. And my sister had to leave like him home with me. And, and I had to like take him upstairs and I could say they were nervous about it, but they had to take the kids to the hospital. And before somebody else got there to, to, to watch him. And it was a struggle to carry him up the stairs. They, even the, the extra body weight of, of a baby was almost too much. So now I take these, I, you know, I pick them up and wrestle. We play around. It's, you know, it's not even an issue. And to me, that's been the, the, the biggest um, victory. Is, is being like, you know, one, dependable. You know, need somebody to watch the kids. Here I am. And two, you know, being able to, to hang out with these kids and uh, not just fall asleep in my brother's chair. That's what it used to be. I used to go to my brother's house. I would sit there and I'd fall asleep. I'd go home and fall asleep. Just the the minimal amount I used to move knocked me out for the rest of the day. That kind of ties into this week is Thanksgiving week. And here's my Thanksgiving plan. I, I eat on Thanksgiving. I know uh, back in the day at the, the workshops, they give you the plate. You, you, you portion it out, this and that. People have a plan. My plan is I enjoy the day. I enjoy the day with my family. I enjoy all the food they make. And I make it a day. It's not a weekend. Doesn't spill into Friday, Saturday. It's Thanksgiving Day, and then I move forward. Really, the only plan I have is I don't. The first time I eat is like when I get to the house, so I'm doing fasting anyway. So that's kind of like you know preparing me for for that. So I probably all fast until about you know twelve one o'clock when I get to my cousins and we start eating. And they, when I eat dinner at that time, but the antipas comes out, the fried broccoli, cauliflower, all the hors d'oeuvres, and then we get into the meal, and I'm going to sample desserts. It's just, it's what I do, and I don't apologize for it. I don't pretend that I don't do it. I mean, I'm not fooling anybody of saying that. If I go up, I go up this week. But every other day will be on plan, and that's that's what we, we talked about in the workshop tonight on Zoom you know, what's what's the plan? What's the goal? My goal is this week to be on plan every day. Thursday, enjoy my Thanksgiving. Friday, go right back. Friday, Saturday, have a good way in Sunday. And then just start a new month. I mean, it's, cra- it's crazy that we're, we're coming to uh, the 12th month of the year, the final month of the year. And, you know, we'll do, uh, you know, when New Year's comes around, we'll do a we'll look back on the year and everything. But it's just like heading into to the year. I'm looking back and the scale hasn't moved a lot, but I'm, I'm really proud of, of the, the choices I've made and how far I've come with mindset and the not giving up and not giving in and pushing and fighting. I fought harder this year than anything else just to stay on track and to stay on plan with everything that's going on because I say to myself, life is always going to throw something at you. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be sunshine and rainbows. There'll always be something that's an obstacle or something that's going to get in your way. And you have two choices. You could be like, okay, it is what it is. Put the gloves on and fight and get through this. Or you could just throw your hands in the air and be like, well, 
when it's over, I'll start. I'll get back into it. And that's just not going to get you anywhere. I've done it. I've been there. It's better to be fighting than not fighting. So everybody have an awesome and happy and healthy Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy the time with your family, your loved ones, or whatever you're doing. Just make it a good day. This has been episode 148 of the WW Row Podcast, as always available at www.podcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And please do not forget to five-star rate and review. Get them up. I love reading them, love sharing them. Definitely get them up there. Vote every day at bestof.longislandpress.com slash voting for the WW Row Podcast in the arts and entertainment category. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Love this song. You can get it yourself on iTunes. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. Just dropped a new album. The downloads, people are loving this. And Nick said it tonight in the workshop to how blessed he is by and how excited he is by the downloads. Definitely go check that out. Demonscar.bandcamp.com. Check it out yourself. Let Nick know how... How much you like it. Only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, Long Island. Check them out, finsdeli.com. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese. You're watching at home. I just showed my Uncle Cheese tattoo. I got it for the sandwich. Just kidding. I say that every week. I need to get new jokes. But whatever. Check out Finn's Deli, Long Island. Really good food. Not just saying that because he's my brother. Saying because the food is just that good. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. I want everybody to have an awesome week. A happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>